We like to go to garage and estate sales and look for treasures. We also like to gather collectors and resellers alike and provide them with valuable information about products, many of them vintage, and share tips about how to get started and make some extra side money doing what we do. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, everyone. Happy Taco Tuesday. How's everyone doing? Um, I see that Duncan and Duncan VR and Thrifting Buy are here. Uh, so just wanted to say hello to Rich. Rich, all the way in New York, and Duncan, all the way in Australia. So um, Duncan is asking Michelle a question. I don't know if Michelle is on the live. So she's going to be, Michelle's taking a little bit of, um, like rest time out from working hard and reselling. She's still working, but it's just not as much. And so um, thanks for doing that, Duncan. So Michelle, so Duncan has a Facebook group and you're welcome to add it to the comments again, Duncan. And I will let everyone know on um, who's listening to the podcast as well. Duncan is our very own exclusive moderator. Thank you, Duncan, for what you do in our weekly lives. And he has a really nice sized eBay group. So if you're interested in learning more about eBay, he's an expert. So um, let me go ahead and remove that one. So hi, everyone. Welcome. My name is Marina. I'm usually here with my partner, Michelle, but she's taking some time off. And we will be reviewing some reselling updates today. And I also wanted to review the topic that we covered on Clubhouse on Friday, which was branding 101. So that's that's going to be what we're going to be talking about today. So the reason we started, um, you know, social media about three years ago was so that we could share our journey in buying and reselling things. We're based out of Southern California, and um, buying and reselling has taught us so many things. Like, how do you even quantify? you know, the amount of things we've learned from, from this, we've learned how to run a business, you know, and we're still learning. And so, you know, I'm a teacher, I'm like a lifelong learner. And I just, I think the world of, of what we're doing here. So thank you all for sharing your journeys as well, because we're learning from each other, right? So we do have a quick question here from um, Duncan. Duncan said, this show seems an hour earlier than usual. So I'm glad that you mentioned that because we just had daylight savings time and I know everyone doesn't do that. <laughs> so we are technically on here an hour earlier than usual. So um, for us though, now the sun will be staying out later than usual. Rich says, hi Marina, how are you? I hope Michelle's doing good with her personal issues. She is, she is. Thank you so much, Rich. Uh, we appreciate that. She's um, done working on it. And so the key is to be stress-free as much as possible. And I love how Duncan guessed it right. He said they must be in the kitchen eating tacos. I had my tacos today. Yes, they were delicious. Um, and Michelle, I don't know if Michelle's in here yet. I'm still reading some old comments here. And so I'm going to share my screen. And I won't be able to see comments during this time. So I'll be sharing um, you know, a couple of pictures here let me see here oh i gotta try that one more time share screen and i'm gonna go ahead and share it 
All right, here it is. Michelle can do it fancier on her double screen, but here it is. So um, basically, I think that's not the right one, but let's review some updates. So we actually have an update. We've had a virtual assistant that we hired two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago? I think it was one, one week ago. So we've had one week with her now. So there have been some um, improvements in our sales, thanks to the VA. And so basically this was also done to kind of help relieve Michelle of some duties. So Michelle was had a lot of pressure trying to list every day, but you know, this business is like that. You wanna list your items daily as much as possible instead of listing them all at once. Now, if you don't have any time to list them daily, that's fine. You know, you could try to list them all at once, but we do have all this technology such as like cross-listing tools like Vendu. Vendu is a game changer. You can literally upload all of your listings. If you're a, a person who works during the week, you can upload all of your listings on the weekend and as drafts. So then you don't have to actually publish them all at the same time. And what's the benefit of doing that? Well, the benefit of publishing things daily is that there are more eyes at that get seen on your products and then your store, right? So people might get curious after they see one of your products that they like, and they may wanna see more and then jump into your store. So that's been working really well. Our VA is only working for us five days a week, so she doesn't work for us on the weekends. Nonetheless, again, we've been getting daily sales and that's gonna be reflected in our sales recap shortly. So that's super duper exciting. Um, another exciting thing, if you were listening in last time, how I'm trying to get our Amazon account going, well, we actually sold a couple of items. So I'm so happy about that. I thought it would never happen. So, and I've been hearing a lot from people who are very experienced with Amazon that patience is key. Um, I was lacking patience, but again, I'm extremely happy. At least now I have some faith that uh, we're doing the right thing and we're you know off to a decent start here. So last week's sales, on eBay, Mercari, Etsy, and Poshmark. Plus, like I said, we're gonna be talking about branding in a bit, but this is it, this is it right here. So our gross was 962.50 and our profit was 686.74. So our eBay was 166.39, Poshmark was 68.52, Etsy was 412.68 and Mercari was 60.33. So not bad, um, especially, you know, we we had our VA list for us and it gave us, you know, Michelle's busy training her, but later on, once she learns a lot of those tasks, then, you know, we'll be able to have more free time, at least Michelle will. And um, so I wanted to ask you, I don't know why I'm not able to see any of the updated comments. I think maybe because I left the comment on the screen, maybe. All right. So Still, I don't see the comments. Maybe if I try to refresh my screen for a second. Sorry, that was kind of weird, but I had to do it because I couldn't see the comments. So I appreciate your staying for this magic trick. I'm back. <laughs> so, all right, a couple of comments I need to catch up with. Uh, Rich says, flipping girls, I can't afford tacos. I live in New York. They raised our taxes and now the federal government are raising taxes. Back to breads. <laughs> bread is my favorite food. I, I, I just had two slices of bread for lunch with jam. So, <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so that was funny that you said that. Yeah, I know. Um, sorry to hear that. We got to get smarter on those taxes, right? Hi, Tezra. Happy Taco Tuesday to you. How are you doing? How are sales? How's learning going? Okay, Bill's in the, in the house. Rich says, hi, Bill, how are you? And Irish Lux said, just signed up for Vendu yesterday and need to work on that first. Yes, Vendu is, it has been life-changing for us. And what I hear about Michelle who has used both, again, this is coming from Michelle because she's the one that was listing, but for her, Vendu was easier. There's another cross-listing platform called List Perfectly. And granted, they have more platforms, um, but what we like about Vendu is that you do everything on one screen. And I heard List Perfectly opens the windows to all the different um, platforms, which I think Vendu, Vendu momentarily does that, but not really. It's really just on the one screen. So it's kind of cool. So I guess there's a promo. Thanks for sharing it, Irish. Like she said, month, 50% off. Promo, FBMP50. I think that's um, for Vendu. Check it out if you're interested in signing up. Um, hi, hi, Shauna, Glow Girl Glow, budgeting coaches in the house. Happy Monday to you. And so we're going to get started then talking about um, branding. So I'm just going to do a recap because I was I was there. And if you um, have an iPhone, I suggest and recommend that you sign up for the Clubhouse app. Uh, even if like, you know, just if you have an iPhone, why not? So this is like an invitation style social media um, platform. But the reason is, I think, because it's still in beta, right? So they're still like growing it, working out kinks. Um, but yeah, and so if you sign up, though, and one of your contacts on your phone is already on Clubhouse, they're going to get a notification and they're just gonna approve you. So you're just gonna get in. So it doesn't hurt to try, right? Cause I, I've gotten messages from people that say, hey, can you get me on there? And then I try to add them on my contact list and it doesn't work like that. So <laughs> I think, you know, again, just, just give it a try if you have an iPhone. If you don't have an iPhone, I, sorry, but you can't get on it at the moment. Cause again, it is in beta. So I'm just trying to find my notes here. I'm just gonna pull them up because I took some really good notes. And um, again, if you are on Clubhouse, find our club. It's called Flipping Gals Club. You're welcome to make your own rooms and, and conversations and get together. Um, and it's really a room for, you know, women who are um, who have businesses to kind of empower each other and, um, you know, learn from each other, teach each other, share ideas and all of that fun stuff. So <laughs> so how, how were sales? How were sales last week? How were uh, sales for everyone? Um, so I see here a comment from Duncan. He said, not too bad sales there. Well done, gals. Thank you so much, Duncan. We appreciate that. Our goal is to do about a thousand in profit a week. You know, that's our goal. So if we can do more or sometimes less, it's totally fine. So, um, Duncan said, I can't afford the iPhone. It's $1,500 here in Australia. That's pretty expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely expensive. And I don't even know what the iPhone costs because when we get it, we get it on a plan and we take like two years to pay it off, right? Caitlin Murphy's in the house. Happy Taco Tuesday, Caitlin. She said horrible. <laughs> All right. So this is what we discussed on Branding 101. And I did want to preface it with um, the fact that Michelle is, 
extremely knowledgeable in marketing. That's what she does for a living. She's been doing it for 17 years as her full-time job. That's what she went to school for. And during the day job, she's in contact with large global corporations. Those are her clients. And she has tons and tons of experience. So, you know, thank you, Michelle, for sharing your knowledge with us. And so another thing that Michelle and I do, um, I'm my experience is more with like strategy, right? So I um, I have some experience in managing um, and working for uh, small businesses and operations. And, and so together, um, we do a really good job with, uh, with our business. I, at least I think so. And uh, we really enjoy helping other small businesses to be able to grow in, you know, whatever, by sharing our skills with others. So again, thanks for being here. And without further ado here, for any 101, I'm going to ask a big question. What is branding? So I see there are some of you here in the in the chat and in, in the live chat. So if you could put in the comment below, what do you think branding is? What do you think branding is? So Rich, in the meantime, I'm going to read some comments. Rich thrifting by said, clothing still not selling well for me, but I have not been too active with listings until tonight. So uh, Rich, are you selling? Are you listing every day. And one quick thing about eBay, which Duncan, please let me know if you agree or disagree because you're the eBay king as far as I know. So you're, I learned this from Vasquez Vintage. Check them out. They're awesome on Instagram and on YouTube. But basically what Melissa from Vasquez Vintage said was that you do want to relist your listings on eBay every day as long as they have been sitting there listed for three months, you don't want to relist them if they have been sitting there less than that, because then you take away any traction that they've been gaining on their, on the eBay SEO. So that was like, you know, new information for me that I just learned a couple of weeks ago on her Instagram account. She just posts like content like crazy every single day. And so um, so that's something that you want to be careful with. You don't want to be relisting items that have only been up one month on eBay. Uh, Duncan said clothing is a tough category. It's also, I think, the largest category on Amazon. And Duncan said, Marina, are you a little sunburned today? I do look red. <laughs> I noticed that. And I don't, maybe I feel hot. <laughs> I might be sunburned. <laughs> Thanks for noticing that, Duncan. Yeah, it's been like, a little cold here so i don't wear i haven't been wearing my hat you know because it feels nice the cold weather uh now we do have let's see here did i miss a comment okay so noreen irish looks poshmark i think she responded to my question about how sales were doing and i think she said it was horrible horrible i think right maybe that's what you meant too caitlin sorry if i misinterpreted your comment rich said um to Irish Lux, Poshmark terrible for me too. The brands that usually sell well for me are not selling. Gotta say something about Poshmark. I've heard across the board, you know, from a lot of resellers that sales are not going well. So quick little side note and quick little side note off of that. Also, there is Poshmark being traded publicly and recently their sales haven't been well and I've been reading articles about it and they say, oh, it's because, you know, the pandemic or whatever but their stock price has gone down. So 
not that I'm not giving stock advice, but if I were to purchase it, it might be around now because I think the price is lower, like almost what it was when they first IPO'd. But actually, I'm waiting because, in my opinion, based off of what everyone's saying, I almost feel like, well, after Q1's done, which is in like a couple weeks, maybe it's going to go down even more. And I do believe in the company. I do want to purchase, but I'm just trying to be strategic about it. Um, again, I'm not, I am not, um, what do you call it? I'm not an investment advisor. So this is not advice. <laughs> okay. And Duncan said, branding is like when you get a cow and grab the iron and bread it. Nope. <laughs> That's not the kind of branding I'm going to be discussing today. Irish Lux said, I'm trying to brand Irish Lux. I have it on most selling platforms and purchase the domain for future plans. Yeah. And I think I'm going to make a quick note of that because we do have part two of branding on Friday. I need to kind of schedule that room on Clubhouse, but we're going to be talking about names at that time. And so again, if you're available, it's going to be at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time this Friday, March 19th on Clubhouse. And the room is going to be held for 45 minutes. And one of the things that we did not discuss was names. So that's definitely something I do want to talk about. Thanks for sharing that, Noreen. We appreciate that. Duncan said, when you relist an item after you end it, make sure you sell similar, not relist, so you get a new item number. Thanks so much, Duncan. We appreciate your expertise on that. And big shout out to Noel. So I, okay, I had one person respond about branding, no worries. So what is branding? It's all of the ways that you establish an image of your company in your customer's eyes. So think about that for a minute, all of the ways, right? And I guess if you are thinking visually, then it makes sense because you have social media, you have anyone who's, you know, representing your, your brand. It could be a spokesperson. You have um, advertisements. So it's, it's it, honestly, it's, you can use your imagination and the sky's the limit when it comes to representation. Blogs, you can have a book, you can have products. So that's what branding is. And, um, and so for that reason, the number one thing that you should do when, when you're starting to, to brand yourself is to figure out what your identity is. Hey you, thanks for listening to our podcast. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate our podcast. Our podcast is fairly new and we're in need of comments. If you can think of anyone an episode may be helpful for, please share the episode with them. Now, back to our regularly scheduled program. And again, a million thanks for stopping by. That's the number one thing you need to do, right? So that actually takes some design work. So it's, 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 you know, it's artistic, it's design work. It's going to take research work as well. It's, it's takes a lot of that. And so for this reason, a lot of companies, not a lot, really all companies, all major corporations, not only do they have their own marketing department, but they sometimes even outsource large marketing firms, such as the one where Michelle works to help them with the branding process. So it is a process. And corporations like that pay, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to have experts like Michelle help them through this process. And how cool is it? Again, I always feel so, when I think about that, I'm like, wow, it's so cool. Because we get to help small businesses on a, on a different scale with the same information. So if you still feel lost about like, 
who you are as a brand. That's why it's because you haven't established your identity yet. Right. So you always want to start and end with the why. Right. So you always want to, you know, first of all, it's important to know the why of, you know, why, what, like, where does this product come from? What is the story? You want to have a story. Who are you? Who is, who are your customers? What do you represent? And it has to be so specific. That's the interesting thing. So it may be difficult at first, but I'm going to say difficult because you just have to put in the time and the research. So when you have figured out your brand, it's a transformative process. It is not something that you're just going to be like, oh, you know, I have a name, I have a brand. Okay, let me call a logo designer, a graphic designer to make my logo done. That is not how one should develop a brand. So let's look at, let's look at some big companies here, such as like Disney, you know, Disney, right? Everybody knows Disney. So think of Disney. Disney has identified themselves so well that when I think of Disney, before I even read their, they have a, a mission and a vision. I'm going to tell you guys what that is in a minute. But before that, I always think of Disney and immediately I think of magic, right? Can you think of a commercial or some something Disney related that you've seen that doesn't involve that feeling of like magic or, or like majestic, some majestic feeling of sorts, right? You'll get like a tingle. So Disney has a mission. Now that's not new information. Like all companies have missions, right? But did you know that a mission is directly connected with brand identity? I'm going to read you Disney's mission. So Disney's mission is like this. So it says here, the Walt Disney Company is to entertain, inform, and inspire people around the globe through the power of unparalleled storytelling, reflecting the iconic brands creative minds and innovative technologies that make ours the world's premier entertainment company. So this is your number one. You need this is your step one. You need to figure out your brand's mission. Right? So if you are um, a YouTuber and you are your own brand, like you know you my name is Marina. So if, let's say I have my own YouTube account. So then I want to find out my brand for myself, then that's a journey. If I sell a, um, if I have another business, like let's say I sell candy, that's not connected to my YouTube business. So then that's a different identity. That's a different brand, right? So those would all be different brands that you would want to develop. Now, companies not only have mission statements, so the mission statements is like what you think of on the day to day. Anything you do, any advertisements, any anything in your business processes and operations are going to be based off of that day-to-day -day mission. So again, um, let that be your homework. If you're here because you want to learn about branding and branding your, your business, your company, let that be your homework. It Take a little bit of thought into it. You know, what do you stand for on the day-to-day? -day? Now, if you want to think of what do you stand or what your goal is for your company's future, then that's called a company's vision. And again, all major companies have this as well. So I'm gonna tell you what Disney's is. So Disney's is, their vision is to be one of the world's leading producers 
and providers of entertainment and information. And boy, aren't they quickly becoming that, right? Isn't Netflix quickly noticing them on Disney Plus? So again, you should also have a vision. If you don't have a vision, maybe let that be your homework as well. So before you do the vision, you want to make the mission. The mission is your day-to-day. -day. The vision is your 10-year goal. Five-year goal, 10-year goal. That's going to be your vision. So you can see how the mission and the vision work together. But this is part of developing your brand identity, and this is part of developing a brand. If there are any questions at any time, please make sure to, or if you just want to make a comment, whatever your thoughts are, please just throw them in the comments. Um, I would appreciate to, to pop one up there um, and let everyone know or read it. Are you, um, what, are you finding benefit from the information I'm giving you about branding? Or is this something you already knew? What do you think so far of everything I'm saying here? All the recap of our clubhouse talk on Friday. <laughs> Is it useful to you? So I'm going to go ahead and pop over to um, a couple of examples. I, you know, think of some ex other examples of like strong brands, right? Big companies that you know. So I want you to focus on the company Apple. So when you think of this company, Apple, if you're here and if you're able, please type in the comments, what kind of adjectives pop to mind? when you think of the company Apple. Think, so think of one or maybe two adjectives that you can associate with the Apple company and the Apple products. Okay, cool, thanks for uh, the feedback. I see a couple of you have, um, are, are there, you're, list, you're, you're, you're with me and you're able to give me some uh, feedback. I appreciate that. Tezra says, very useful information. I'm still working on my homework. Yes, it takes time. Uh, Tezra, yeah, you're with us on Friday. Thanks for being there. It takes time. It's it's transformative. Transformative things take time. It's not going to be something that you sit down. You might sit down and write it out today, and then later, after you take a nap or when you go to sleep tonight, wake up in the morning and say, wait a minute, I have clarity, and you may want to adjust it. And that's the process. That's what That's what you're looking for. Irish Lux says, thank you. Branding, mission, vision. Yes, you got it, Irish Lux, Noreen. Uh, Rich says, flipping gals, I always learn something from everyone, including you, Marina. Thanks, Rich. Always learning from you as well. Love learning from every single person um, in, in the room here. I've learned from every single one of you. So I do love that as well. Thank you so much. So Tezra did answer when she thinks of Apple, she thinks of technology and innovation, 100%. I think of the exact same things. I think of, when I think of the brand Apple, which is like a global brand, I definitely think of technology. I definitely think of innovation. They are like cutting edge in what they do. And then another thing that is one of my favorite things as well, I think of, the de I think of design. Everything Apple is gorgeous. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just so beautiful, so sleek, simple, modern. Um, you know, this, this, if you're watching me on the live, I am holding my AirPod holder. And honestly, I had zero interest in the AirPods, which I guess are wireless headphones, but it was a Christmas gift from Michelle. And when I kind of, I opened it and realized that 
This is actually a charger, this little square. It looks like a little pillbox. It's a charger. You can put the headphones in there, close it up, and it will charge your headphones. So again, mind blown, fell in love with the ear pods immediately. <laughs> okay, so we do have another comment on that from Rich. He said, Apple, he thinks of Beatles, music label, fruit, technology, innovation. Thank you so much for sharing, Rich. Appreciate that. Yes. Definitely. So I'm going to move on. So that was just, uh, I guess not. Let me do another company. What do you think of when you think of Tesla? That's like a big kind of trendy name right now. What do you think of when you think of Tesla? What do you think of, and I'm not giving you an answer. I just want you to think about it. I want you to think of the adjectives that pop out. And again, you're welcome to put them in the chat. I will happily share them with everybody. What do you think of when you think of, um, well, we already talked about Disney. SpaceX, right? SpaceX is, um, it's a, I want to say a rocket company, right? It's what I think of, well, SpaceX and Tesla are both, they both have the same founder, Elon Musk, right? But they're two different companies and both companies. So this is a great example of maybe a small solopreneur business owner that has several companies. You want each of your companies to have their own identity. Right. So SpaceX and Tesla are great examples because they've achieved that. When I think of SpaceX, I don't first think of Elon Musk personally, and I don't first think of Tesla. I think of rockets, right, that have gone to space already. I think of innovation as well. Um, <laughs> Duncan, I'm glad that you're joining us for lunch. Duncan said, I miss what she said about Brandy and I was eating my burger. Yum, yum. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to color. So this is going to be the last part about branding. And again, this is a recap. So if you want more in-depth information and if you want to kind of ask some in-depth questions after you've thought of it or gone through this process, part two, again, is Friday on Clubhouse. <laughs> Duncan doesn't know who Elon Musk is. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> um, and Irish Lex is throwing throwing it right back at him. I appreciate that, Nari. She said, Dougie, you're supposed to be moderating this. <laughs> That's funny. So let's talk about color. This is the last topic here on the recap. So color, is color important to brand? I mean, is that, that's like a silly question, right? I feel like we all think of colors when it comes to brand. Um, so those of you who, I, I have a couple of you here. Okay, so here we go. Rich said SpaceX, he thinks of military. Aeronautical engineer, yeah, 100% engineering, right? Yes, definitely. Um, so yes, colors, 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 colors. Are they important to brands? They're so important to brands. And But here's the thing. Should I choose my favorite color for my brand? So my favorite color, let's say, is fuchsia. So, and should I choose that color? Well, we have, we have our, um, our logo. Michelle actually made this lovely logo of ours and we have we use a color red so we're gonna learn in a minute what that stands for but every choice is deliberate from companies so think of a a large company that <laughs> Duncan says who's moderating the moderator Noreen of course <laughs> Noreen is thank you Noreen we appreciate it um just kidding so thank you guys honestly it's uh thanks for 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 the last super appreciate that but a big company that has red color that I can think of is always Coca-Cola. They're like amazing with that. They, they, they've just, 
they're so good, right? Red is Coca-Cola. But so red has a meaning. Red means boldness and energy. And isn't that kind of what you get when you think of Coca-Cola, boldness and energy? I mean, if you've ever drank Coca-Cola, especially when you're really thirsty, you get a cup with a lot of ice. That's how I used to like to drink it. I don't really drink soda anymore, but I used to like to drink it like that. You get a cup with a lot of ice on a hot day, you pour the Coca-Cola, you drink it, and it it like is powerful. It's like pulling your taste buds in all sorts of different directions. Sometimes my eyes would get watery after I drank it because of like all the fizz, all that carbonation. And my eyes are like super watery. But yeah, definitely the boldness is there. And there's caffeine in it. So definitely that would be where the energy is coming from, right? And the caffeine, and not to mention the sugar. Not to mention that's going to give you some kind of energy as well. So, so you see how companies use color strategically. And let's think of another color. Let's think of the color blue. So can you think of companies that use blue? Because blue has the meaning of uh, security and trust, right? So blue has that meaning. And wouldn't you know it? There's security companies, like alarm companies that use blue, ADT. There are banks and financial organizations that use blue, Chase, formerly Washington Mutual, banks, right? Um, insurance companies often use blue, blue, blue cross, blue shield. They even put it in their name so that you can convey, you know, trust and security subliminally, of course, right? You're not actively thinking of it, but we do tend to associate colors with different feelings. That's just how, how we have been conditioned, I guess. Um, okay, so a couple of comments. Duncan said, take Coca-Cola and make ice cubes with it. I feel like I've done that once I, I, when I was a kid. Uh, Rich said, yes, I have colors for my security school. The school name is Bell Security Guard Training School. An Irish name, my color is green with a distinct logo. Everyone recognizes as professionals. We're gonna talk about green shortly. Duncan said, wait, Coca-Cola has sugar in it. <laughs> yes, it does. But I heard that they're coming out with a zero sugar Coca-Cola this year. And Pepsi is as well, it's competitor. Irish like said, green, St. Patrick's Day, my day tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. So be sure to wear green. Well, let's talk about green then, right? What does green convey? So green conveys a few different things. It can it actually conveys calmness, right? And um, so think of a company such as uh, Starbucks who uses green, which is not calm, right? <laughs> In fact, when I drink a Starbucks, I have like a ton of energy from the caffeine, but maybe they're using reverse psychology. That's what I was thinking. Also, it can mean growth, right? Like stocks, investments, money-related companies, cash-related companies, such as TD Ameritrade, Minted, QuickBooks, Shopify, and Cash App. So all of those money-related companies, they use green for their brands and logos. Then you also have another meaning for green. It can mean health. So there are some companies that are in the health sector, such as Herbalife, Whole Foods, which is like a grocery store that sells organic items. And then we have Panera Bread, which again, it's a bread company, but it's green. So I'm thinking they use reverse psychology yet again, but definitely intentional when they did that. Definitely intentional. And yes, Rich got it right. He says green represents money, 100%. 
Duncan said, I have Irish ancestors on one side, so I can celebrate St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> awesome. Yes, yes, yes. And green Christmas. Love that. Yeah, that's like a, we do like a social advertisement, right? We say stuff like that. So, um, so that's it on Brandy 101. If you guys have any questions for me about what we, what was discussed today, or if you want to join us on Friday, Michelle and I will be there. And Clubhouse is like, you don't see video. It's just informal like conversation and speaking. Um, so it's really fun. Definitely recommend you to check it out if you can. And, um, and that's it for today. I don't have a meme today, but next time I promise I will have one. So I will be back this Thursday uh, with a meme and another interesting topic. In the meantime, if you have any topics that you would like for me to touch on that uh, maybe we haven't already, please let me know. Send me a direct message on Flipping Gals on Instagram. So I'm always checking my messages there. I love conversing with people. I love checking out how everyone's doing. So, um, you know, don't be afraid to message us. Irish Lux, Poshmark Noreen said, thank you. I'll be there Friday. Yes, we look forward to seeing you there, Noreen. And um, <laughs> Duncan missed the whole thing. He has a, he still doesn't know what branding is. <laughs> he said, question, what's branding? <laughs> That's going to be our meme. Thank you, Duncan. Appreciate it. So have a beautiful rest of your Taco Tuesday, a rest of your night. Thanks for being here. We look forward to the next time. I look forward to the next time. And um, until then, hope you get a lot of sales. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Like, share, and direct message us during the week if you want to talk to us or even have questions about getting started on reselling yourselves.